Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is the place you go to when you want solid insight on any variety of topics, from angels to aliens, shadow people to hat man. If you've experienced something and you want to share, if you want to give some advice yourself, go to my main website, shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com, and put as much detail as you'd like in your email, because the better we can understand, the more that you put in there. And I'm telling you, some of these stories that come in blow my mind, and I'm hoping that as each of your stories come in, it really hits home with somebody out there. For the person that is contemplating, can these other realities be a reality? Could something I've experienced actually be relatable? Has someone else seen or experienced this? It is so very helpful. And this is how, this is how we're going to get to the next level in understanding the very many levels of this world. Taking each other's word for it oftentimes, yeah. But you know what? Our word is very valuable in a court of law. We could put someone in prison for the rest of their lives because we said so, because we spoke up about what we saw. But this is not considered valuable. This is extremely valuable, and we have to own up to that. You guys are in for a really spectacular show today because I have a couple of guests that are going to be joining a father and son duo. Wow. Paul and Ben Eno. So, wow. Just just hold tight for that because we're going to talk about absolutely everything, it seems, from A to Z because what don't they cover? And uh, I want to get to some of your emails today because... They have been piling up. A lot of you have been writing in. This first email is coming to us from Ivan in Mexico City. And he begins, Dear Heidi, for near 20 years, I've been looking for an answer for a clearly mature experience I had when I was probably 20 years old. I couldn't find any serious way that could explain my experience with a very black shadow in Mexico City on my family's property. And I'm kind of filling in the gaps here with some of the wording, just so you guys know. So as I go, oftentimes I'm like, okay, what do they mean here? All right, (laughs) so he continues. I think some people are very wrong 
the way that they look at these things in real life. First of all, it looks like it had a monkey body from the lower elbow to the head. They transmit information interacting with radio station channels. Their color is pure black. Not even the shadow are the black color they are. They move slowly and perfect. One shadow seemed to pretend like he was going to kill me. I was painting at the time some stairs over 18 inches tall, and I was listening to some music. Then suddenly the radio changed stations. That was when I turned to see the radio to see what was going on. Then I see on the inside of the window this shadow for over five seconds. And because I didn't drop anything, he moved to the wall, disappearing in there. Okay, disappearing. Okay, (laughs) I got it. Um, (laughs) I'm not giving a whole lot of details explaining myself because I don't know if I'm going to have an answer from you. But I can write you more my full story, which is 100% true not an illusion. I can give you another email. (laughs) But okay, you know, I got to tell you guys something. I can't imagine why this happens. But email after email, I get people saying, hey, I've got an incredible story. I hope that you write me back. (laughs) I'm like, it's pretty clear. Uh, I'm answering you guys, right? I think so. Um, So Put your details there because I can't write back to everybody saying, yeah, I'm here. (laughs) It it just blows my mind. I probably went through 10 of them today. Got the most incredible story. Write me back and I'll tell you more. Just just spill it already. Just tell me. (laughs) Because I'm just like, this is the place. This is what this show is all about. And of course, speaking to some incredible researchers from across the globe. So, pour it all in there. So um, I'm not sure exactly what Ivan wanted, what he was going to share. Interesting story, what you had. But uh, apparently there's a lot more. And we'll just have to wait until Ivan decides to write us more detail, I suppose. Um, (laughs) But absolutely fascinating. I I haven't heard of a shadow being pretending to kill someone like that. Um, So that's, that's pretty wild. Okay, so we've got another one here. This comes to us from Stephanie. And she says, In the middle of the day, while lying on the bed with my boyfriend at the time, I was watching a movie when suddenly Hat Man showed himself to us. He was standing at my bedroom door in the hallway door, and it was open. He was pure black, glowing eyes, and he had no legs. Believe it or not, that's typical. I don't know if you guys seen my book cover, uh, The Hat Man, and uh, I don't show his feet because that is something that I hear about quite a bit. His legs were fuzzy. As I looked at him, he faded away from view of the doorway. My boyfriend said right away, You saw that? <laughs> I bet. And I said, Yes. And my boyfriend began to open up about how he struggled with giving up alcohol and drugs. And when he used or was drunk, these shadow men would sit at the table with him and talk to him. He never thought he was real. 
any of them. He thought it was a figment of his imagination. And to know that I'd seen it also. By then, my boyfriend then, at the time, was going through a lot. A lot of realizations that uh, they were really real. I didn't know how to react to that. I'd never used drugs or anything like that. Only helped him get out of that lifestyle, which ended pretty quick. I'm sure Hatman tried to separate us and was very successful at it. Now, wasn't that interesting? That's interesting, you guys. <laughs> it, uh, she's quite aware of this. My computer turned on. In my email, I sent to an old male friend, pen pal, nothing serious, flashed up on the computer screen, and the boyfriend got jealous over it. Do you hear this, guys? Do you hear this? It was strange how it occurred, but the boyfriend turned into a different type of person, like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and I got beat up. Oh, no. It was bad. It was the most messed up relationship I've had with a man. The breakup was seriously messed up. I couldn't physically walk. Oh, no. Oh, God. My mom came to tend to me, and she lit white candles around me and rubbed oils on me and prayed, and I was able to walk afterwards. Oh, listen to that. Listen to that. So he physically attacked her, but something else attached. How would mom know that? Boy, moms are a trip, huh? Very intuitive. Very on top of this. She swears that she didn't do this. She thinks that it was done with voodoo. And with her very strict Jehovah faith. Huh. When I attended a Native American cleanse ceremony, this now ex-boyfriend called me in the middle of the ceremony and was freaking out on the phone because he claimed he'd seen the devil. Oh my gosh, I, I have such chills. He was driving at night with his brother and they seen an owl and then shortly saw a little black creature and they were lost and his truck broke down. That was the last I spoke to him. He is alive, but didn't stick around to be part of that dark life. I think she means she didn't stick around for that. My goodness, do you guys, you guys hear this? This impact of, of this thing coming into this guy's life and having conversations with Hatman. Don't you wish you were a fly on the wall to know what they were talking about? And to know to know that it was the drugs and alcohol that attracted him. This is a very, very telling thing. And I'm not saying, you know, all, uh, you know, drinking is, is going to cause something like this. But when people have a problem, these things pounce and they look for that opportunity to get into people's lives like that. And look at the trouble it created. It divided a relationship. She got him out of that kind of lifestyle, and Hatman didn't like it. He tried to create a problem, and apparently he did. He knows how to work email. I mean, to bring up an old email, pop it up on your computer, it turns on? Wow. Look at what we're up against. 
Absolutely. Look what we're up against. We have got to figure this out because this evil knows how to work. Even your laptop. <laughs> so disturbing. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I just, um, I just when you think that uh, there's a, a limit that's been hit, it, there's something, a new threshold comes forth and uh, just, just surprises me. But I want to thank both of these people for contacting me. And again, uh, I welcome you, anybody who's experienced something out of the ordinary, to write me at shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com. Put as much detail in there as you can. And again, yes, that's the place you go to. (laughs) You don't have to write me saying, you want to learn more? (laughs) Just uh, write me back. No, you gotta, gotta put it there. All right, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we'll be right back. Great guests coming up. Stick around. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I'm late. I'm late. Very important. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Hey folks, producer Tom here reminding you to make sure and check out our official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. For many of us, YouTube is our go-to place for audio-visual media, and we here at Coast to Coast are happy to share free hour-long excerpts of Coast to Coast AM with you, our loyal fans and new listeners. Our YouTube channel offers many different Coast to Coast AM hour-long pieces of audio on numerous topics, including ufology, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, strange creatures, prophecies, and much more. Much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Pilates shows on people disappearing in national parks. To visit or subscribe, just go to YouTube and type in Coast to Coast AM Official, or you can simply go to the Coast to Coast AM.com website and click on the YouTube icon at the top. It's the official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. You're going to love this. Just get on over to Coast to Coast AM.com and start your free listening now. 
Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost, thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can help detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in your way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. Hey, it's George Nori, and thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Here we go with more Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. As promised, I have a couple of fabulous guests, Paul and Ben Eno, who are a world-famous team of father and son paranormal adventurers, broadcasters, authors, and lecturers who have combined experience of over 65 years in the field of the unexplained. Between the two of them, they have investigated hundreds of cases all over the world, and they have lectured all over America and in Europe. Their radio show is called Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno, and it's in its 14th year, so I'd like to give a round of applause for Paul and Ben Eno. How are you guys doing today? Oh, just ducky. That's no, better awesome. than nothing. That's awesome. And it's awesome that Ben said something first. Yes. You know, it's we got to make up for the fact that you didn't say my name first. <laughs> I was just messing. But so you guys, I mean, give us a little bit of background about, uh, you know, everything that I know, Paul, you started this stuff off because Ben is your kid. Um, <laughs> so do, do tell us how uh, you started looking into the topics that you do. Well, uh, I was studying for the priesthood in the, uh, starting in 1967, back when you could still do that at that young age. And uh, Ben was not born yet, uh, as far as I know. And uh, we were, uh, I, I was um, involved in my first field case starting in the 1970 to 1972. And so I sort of uh, considered that the, the time when I, when I started in the paranormal. And then I ended up working with Ed Lorraine Warren because Lorraine read that this uh, article I wrote with this goofy idea that ghosts were souls in purgatory. And she thought that was fabulous. And uh, that's how I got involved with them for about six years. And then in 78, our theories were diverging and Ed and I had a disagreement on the case and Ed didn't like to be disagreed with. So uh, I went off on my own and I've kind of been doing it ever since. Uh, 1992, uh, Ben, uh, graced uh, the world with his, his uh, presence. And uh, we were able to, uh, at the age of 13, we had a long talk with his mom and we agreed that he was kind of uh, ready to join uh, this endeavor. And he has been a tremendous uh, teammate ever since. Uh, and interestingly, his, his uh, abilities in the paranormal, I should say, you know, and, and his areas uh, where he is most effective uh, differ from mine somewhat. And I think uh, really we kind of complement each other, I like to think. So that's how that all began. Pretty darn cool. And Ben, wow, that's pretty young to venture off with dad going to work there. I mean, that's uh, aren't there laws against uh, child labor? Well, you'd think so, <laughs> but 
See, it really doesn't count if you're family, right? It's like working in a family restaurant, you know, you don't really, yeah, I didn't, didn't get paid, but it's okay. Um, I got paid in, in laughs and good experiences. That's awesome. And, and you guys, you totally cover a lot of different topics. Now, do you have a, a, a area of expertise that you enjoy most? Uh, either of you, both of you? Uh, I well, mean, currently, yeah, go ahead, uh, my my favorite thing right now is studying ancient cosmology. That's that's a lot of fun, especially since there's been so much found recently um, regarding Mesopotamian or well, Sumerian languages. Like Assyriology is getting real crazy ever since they discovered Ugarit. And now that we can translate things, it's bringing a whole new meaning to ancient texts. And it's kind of cool. Um, and it's it's oddly informing a lot of the things we've been talking about for years. Um, and, yeah, I'm still I'm still kind of looking into it. I'm by no means an expert. I'm, I'm basically just, like, a kid who, like, has, like, a, a spare hour or two to read, like, a book or listen to a podcast and, like, at least do some vague amount of research. But it's interesting how the ancients kind of viewed everything, and it's kind of helping my paranormal worldview, although the paranormal is kind of fading away and becoming just a basic worldview. Because I think the paranormal is entirely a part of everyday life. And um, I, I think one of the major issues that we have as, uh, well, modern people is we tend to separate everything so much so that it's like, you know, we kind of miss the bigger parts of life. Uh, Tolkien wrote a really cool essay, and um, he, was, he was mostly talking about uh, Beowulf and specifically the soup that Grendel's mother makes and how, like, at the time when he wrote this essay, um, a lot of, like, philologists and, you know, people who just, like, were, you know, literature people, they, like, really thought about it and they put a ton of time into discerning the meaning of the soup or whatever. And so he wrote an essay that was basically like, okay, well, you have an, you have an old man, you know, hundreds of years ago, builds a tower near the sea so he can look out at the sea. And then years later, it's discovered by archaeologists. And instead of, you know, appreciating the tower for what it is, they take it apart and study all the individual bricks and all the individual stones that make up the tower. And pretty soon, the tower's gone completely. And everyone forgets that the tower existed. And all they know are, well, there's a bunch of stones here. (laughs) and Let's study the stones more. And so I, I heard that I well I I read that and I was like, huh, that's a really interesting approach to not just literature, but I guess kind of how we approach the world. Because we tend to just kind of break things down into what we can understand as as good, wholesome, modern people, uh, that we should break everything down and put it into categories, but at the end you kind of miss the forest through the trees, if you get my meaning. Yeah, truly. My goodness. And how about yourself, uh, Paul? What do you, how do you feel about uh, That is what we talk about over lunch. But in the field, uh, our specialty uh, is, uh, has been really since 05, since Ben joined. Uh, the adventures here has been flap areas, as we call them. Now, we had to, had to invent an entirely new vocabulary. We have a glossary in my last book uh, of terms we had to, to, to invent just to talk about the concepts we've developed in the paranormal because dead people just don't do it. It's not good enough. Uh, aliens from other planets. Yeah, no problem. But I mean, there's a lot more to it than that. And in flap areas, which are our regions of uh, 
some geographic size at times. We have one that's about 335 square miles at this point. Uh, there are uh, all sorts of paranormal phenomena that are not traditionally related to one another going on side by side on a relatively constant basis. One example, of course, is Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, interestingly, we're not allowed near that case. That's another story. Uh, but in the, the Mothman phenomena that were recorded in the uh, Ohio Valley in the 1960s, uh, John Keel, the journalist who was covering it, referred to it as a, as a window area. That's the sort of thing we're talking about with flap areas. Uh, and this is all based on uh, something I ran, was, was uh, running into late in the 1970s and early 1980s, quantum mechanics, specifically the MWI or the multiple worlds interpretation thereof. And uh, I said, you know, this is the only thing I can think of that explains the paranormal, the, the interaction of parallel worlds with different laws of physics. Uh, why else would I have stood there in 1974 in that Bridgeport poltergeist house that's being made much of lately with police officers and firefighters and, and watch a refrigerator float? Um, you know, if, if there had not been perhaps an overwash of another world with different uh, laws of physics. I just did not get the impression during that case that, that the entities who were involved were throwing things around. It was more the forces involved in their interaction with our world that, that was, was causing that, in my yeah. opinion. Makes Could sense. Makes wrong. sense. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. flat areas are so, uh, you know, uh, Syriac and other, other languages and, and uh, Gobekli Tepe and all these things are things we talk about over dinner. But out in the field, we're, we're dealing with Bigfoot UFOs, uh, things that don't even have names yet. Uh, ghostly, ghostly things, shadow people, a term of your, of your invention. And things of that kind all operating in the same area. And that's, um, we look for patterns, we... Uh, document events we gather data and we try and help people most of all so and that is the whole point of it uh, i think that oftentimes people lose that it's like what got you involved it you know personal experience and then i realize oh my goodness other people are suffering alone at the hands of witnessing such things so it, you you two are really something else and uh uh the the span of topics that you cover i i just find it so fascinating and that you have each other i mean you're you're able to bounce things off from each other and and like you saw that how it's do you invaluable. interpret this absolutely invaluable. that's great you, you you gave uh birth there to your best friend there paul that's pretty cool <laughs> <I kinda laughs> <did. laughs> yeah. it's almost like a little you Yes, you're well, mini. I don't me. like that, but, <laughs> but there are listeners. We've been on the air since uh, 2008, and listeners write in, "Yo, gee, we have listened to Ben grow up on the air." I love it. And uh, he started at the age of 16. We were on CBS for four and a half years. He was the youngest syndicated radio uh, talk show host in the country, as far as we know. And uh, he's he's grown up in, into a, a man I am so proud of. Uh, and he is I'm such proud a help. of you too, Dad. Aww. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Tell us, uh, what's the name of your show? Where is it, Aaron? Uh, you know, I, I want to get into uh, what it is that you guys have experienced together too, but I want to put that out there. Like, where's where can people uh, listen to you? Well, it's uh, they can start behind the paranormal.com is a good place to start. Uh, we've had uh, we're coming up on our 900th show, cool. and we broadcast from a, a station uh, in the Boston Providence area, WON 1240 AM and 99.5 FM, and it simulcasts on Paranormal Radio app 
and uh, tunein.com. So the, and then, and then later on, the shows are posted on iTunes, YouTube, and the, you, there's no problem. You can get them uh, pretty much anywhere. Or you can go to the, our website, and they're, and they're all posted back to 2009, and we're going to get them all. all Fabulous. 900. That is amazing. Well, you know, we're going to uh, take a break, and then we'll get into some of these encounters that you guys have shared together. So, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. There's so much more to cover. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, uh, the paranormal, uh, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck with that. I can't meet anyone when I'm out and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's ParanormalDate.com It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. 
Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on ParanormalDate.com looked very interesting. So you really saw a UFO? Well, yeah. It was so intense, but not as intense as meeting you. You're an alien chasing flirt, but I kind of like it. Wow, this ParanormalDate.com thing really works. Maybe ParanormalDate.com is for you. People with an interest in things they hear on George's show find their match daily. So if you're looking for that special someone... With an interest in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and, of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. Thanks for listening. Keep it here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light and with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I have father and son duo here, Paul and Ben Eno. And uh, wow, you, you two have done so much. I don't think there's quite a team out there like yourself. So I'd like to hear about some of these adventures that you've gotten yourselves mixed up in. <laughs> Well, there. I'll start if, if I may. The, the um, a lot of the the really huge cases that that hit the news were were back years ago before Ben was born. But uh, th- there have been some some pretty remarkable things since then too. I think, uh, and ben, ben, you might disagree, but I think the, one of the most remarkable ones was in 2010, in July of 2010, when we had to really embrace this uh, flap area situation and. Um, Two things happened in 2010 that, that were really pretty dramatic. Uh, one was in July, and uh, we, hit, we, we lived near the Bridgewater Triangle. Now, a lot of the cases are you know, all over the place, but uh, we were within 20 miles of that, and uh, we were exploring that area uh, with a mind to really getting to know it when we were at the head of the, uh, you know, we had the four-wheel drive, and we're bombing down the dirt roads. And uh, there was a, uh, a little beach we found at the head of the Coppicut Reservoir, which is all part of the Freetown State Forest in Massachusetts. And we, uh, we stopped there. It just looked very beautiful. And we, and we, we got out. We looked around. And it was very small. There was nobody else there. This the middle of nowhere. And we felt very strongly that we were being watched. And we just shot films, uh, I should say shots, uh, randomly around. And, of course, uh, I was a military intelligence photographer uh, 100 years ago and you know you learn that that uh, flesh tones in this latitude are very rare unless it's some kind of fungus and at the same time when you have the interplay of, of sunlight on leaves uh, that, that can create things that pareidolia will take over you know your mind will take it and make it something that uh, may not uh, be true uh, or a sound and uh, when we, we got two two shots in which they look very clearly to be little figures 
uh, at least one one little thing, and then another one, sort of a head with, with like a monk-like cowl on it. And those the people can see those at the NewEnglandGhosts.com, which is in dire need of uh, reconstruction and is being reconstructed. But uh, you can see that under the uh, Bridgewater Triangle case file. And uh, we showed those to, to, to like Jimmy Church, and he almost fell out of his chair. He said, this is incredible. So uh, what it is, we don't all we don't commit ourselves to, but it's pretty remarkable to me, and um, that's something. Then and then later, Ben uh, in November, I don't know if you wanted to say something about that, but in November of that year, we got that incredible video of that thing coming down out of the tree. Oh, that was the yeah. same year, wasn't it? It was, yeah. That was in November. I remember how cold it was. Yeah, yeah. This was in a, our first major flap area. That a woman had read my book, Faces at uh, Footsteps in the Attic, and said. The, this this parallel worlds thing is the only thing that explains all the goofy stuff that had happened in this house for the previous 60 years. The six generations of her family had lived in this farmhouse in Torrington, Connecticut, and she was uh, almost used to this stuff. And so we were there. Uh, every once in a while, we're contacted by a producer who wants to do a TV series uh, based on our theories about this multiverse. But, of course, that, that's usually bad for business for other paranormal investigators who are still doing the thing with dead people, all right? So uh, usually something happens, and especially in the flat area cases where the military is always involved. We always run into the military or something that looks like the military. Uh, Somebody comes in and stomps on it. Uh, And we we had Meryl Streep involved in a sizzler reel on this, and it still got stomped on. I guess they sent out the wrong – this is a long story. Wow. But we were – we were told by the little, four, at the time, four-year-old grandson of the homeowner that his friend Ashwar was in the tree outside because her people lived in trees. And uh, they would walk into his room and th- see things levitating and things like this at the hands of this Ashwar, right? So we went out and uh, we pointed our infrared, little simple infrared uh, video camera up into the tree and... Uh, about six seconds in, you can see that this thing that looks like a white tadpole coming down out of the tree. And then there's a flash and it disappears. This video is available on the behind the paranormal with Paul and Ben, Eno Facebook page if people want to see it. And um, that was pretty remarkable because uh, that series never got anywhere, but that's the sort of thing we deal with. And, and when you look outside the box, as the cliche goes, you find all kinds of things you don't look at when you're just looking at dead people. Right, right. My goodness. Wow, that's 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 incredible. So since you two are always uh, venturing off and, and finding uh, new things to, to dive into, what what is the latest? What Where are you going? Well, the, Ben, be, uh, unfortunately, we had to stay home and uh, run the thing from our radio station because we were doing a, a two-hour special from the Pennsylvania Triangle, which is our latest – thing and we have um, our family has kind of grown in the sense of uh, you know we, we don't really have a team with a third deputy assistant honcho and all that nonsense you know we have a, a group of, of friends who have different talents and of course uh, in this particular case there was uh, Shane Searway uh, who was a tremendous investigator you you should have him out if you haven't Heidi uh, Alexander oh. Petikoff the filmmaker uh, Charles Credo, the um, uh, in, great interviewer of the uh, Galileo interviews, and they, they all came down. A couple of other people, and we were uh, in the. There's a, there's a lovely couple who hosts us as, as sort of at their house as a base camp, and uh, th- this area is expanding as well. 
Uh, everybody, we have neighborhood meetings where everybody has seen Bigfoot. Uh, sometimes they'll agree to be interviewed on camera. We have interviews with uh, one family with three generations who had Bigfoot and UFO experiences. Uh, I myself uh, had a Bigfoot encounter. So did Shane. Strange Lights in the Sky, which we had photographs. But then um, another person involved is Mark D'Antonio in that group of MUFON. And he, will, uh, he was not with us on this um, May 2019 trip, and he will suffer terrible anguish for the rest of his life because he didn't come with us. Because we had a UFO sighting, an incredible one, uh, of, of, um, that we got on video. And that video is also available on Facebook page at Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben, you know. And uh, we also, after that occurred, the following night, we had a, an audio experience. And, and Ben jumped in on that because he, his expertise is uh, audio engineering. And um, we had the UFO sighting, which was a craft that seemed, or something, maybe a living thing that seemed to come out of this cloud, very strange cloud that was moving down the sky and went in the other end. Uh, and if our theories are correct, not to do any confirmation bias here, but uh, th this is actually a physicist's um, uh, rendering of uh, what would be a white hole. And there was a darkish mask kind of coming out the bottom of it as well. Uh, all moving through the sky, we got the whole thing on video. And, and it was um, possibly a, uh, an intersect point in this flap area. And, uh, you know, where do the Bigfoot come from and go? I mean, it's not a wilderness area. Uh, the UFOs as well. So uh, that, that's visible on the Facebook page. And uh, Ben was able to uh, analyze the tone. And you want to tell him about the tone, Ben? Sure. Uh, it's interesting because it was like a, like a perfect C, which is kind of hard to – I don't know. The, the weird thing about it was it sounded like it was generated from somewhere or <clears throat> by something – so my first questions were, okay, was there like a laundry apparatus anywhere, any sort of like washing machine, refrigerator, any appliances that could make a make a make a beeping sound? I was told no, and the fact that it moved around made it more interesting. And an even more interesting thing was no one else in the house heard it unless they were in the garage. So it didn't penetrate any other surfaces, which is either it's like the perfect <laughs> frequency that can't pass through like any other materials so fun fact about sound the reason why things sound muffled through doors is because certain frequencies can come through certain materials uh others can't uh depending on the thickness of of whatever the material is right so it's why sound travels faster underwater because it's thicker than air or why it sounds, uh, why it's cooler, or when, when it's cooler outside, or right after it snows, it's really quiet, because the air molecules are super tight, not a lot of things can pass through it. Um, it, it really, it really kind of depends on, on that. So I, I thought it was super interesting that it didn't really, that nothing, it didn't pass through anything. And so the odd thing about it was, it just, it just came out of nowhere, but it was moving. So whatever was make whatever was doing it or however it was happening, it was didn't seem mechanical. There was no natural means for it to occur that I can think of or see or find through any of the accounts I've heard or even hearing it myself. Um, so it's truly an anomaly. Well, wow. it, it appeared over one of our heads in the garage, uh, started to move, went through a closed door, 
we followed it outside. This is after one o'clock in the morning. So it's pitch dark, you know, middle of farm country. Yeah. And it, uh, it, it moved to the right, powered down, powered back up, moved to the left and went off into the sky. So, and we're all looking at each other, you know, like what the <laughs> heck? I, in yeah. 50 years, I had never encountered anything like that. That's amazing. And the interesting thing was that we had tried an experiment that, that I had never done before. And that was to play music and tones uh, on two different occasions. And at one point in, in the upper field before the sun went down, where I had had my Bigfoot experience and where, where we'd obtained UFO photographs, um, I, I played some very haunting music by an American composer, Mar, uh, Morton Lauridson, who writes some wow. liturgical music and, and it's, it's a vocal and non-instrumental a cappella. Some of it's in Spanish, some of it's in English, you know, or, or it's in right. various. And, cool, but cool. it's all magnificent. He uses dissonance in a beautiful way, which is hard to do. Right, right, right. That. Yeah, and all these weird lights started to flash around my truck when I played it. Uh, we went down and we did the sky watch. We had the UFO sighting. And then the next night, we had been in a park which commemorates the, the existence of the, uh, or the, of the uh, Eastern Continental Divide. It's a lot of people never, never heard of, but it passes right through this land. We're right on top of it when we're doing this cake, and usually. And uh, we came back after that, uh, and we played those sounds again, and Shane had played some from uh, Mount Shasta. And uh, that's when the tone experience occurred. So was it something answering us? I don't that's know. Amazing. Believe it or not, we've come to the bottom of another segment, and we got to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. I'm George Norrie. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. So we're talking to Paul and Ben Eno, and they are a father and son duo that have explored the ethers from aliens to portals to Bigfoot. I mean, is there anything that you two haven't really looked into much and you'd like to? Loch Ness Monster. I, I, just I was just going to say, Loch Ness I knew it. I knew it. I just so knew it. I'm like, Ever water. since I saw a water horse when I was five, I knew <laughs> one day <laughs> I will go to Scotland. Have you heard yeah. about the recent sightings? Uh, a lot of uh, lake monsters popping up lately. Yeah, they're acting up again. I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Ogopogo and Nessie has been seen a few times. And, uh, oh, Ogopogo. I didn't know that. Yeah, I have a theory about what's going on. I wrote it in my first book, The Secret War. Um, these beings that my college friend and I had uh, experiences with said it is related to the beast in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Really, really weird. Um, so <laughs> you both got quiet. Like, yeah. like hold on. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have to remember, too, that, that, that everybody down to five-year-olds has their own cell phone with video and photo capability, too, right now. And that wasn't the case in the 50s and 60s. So I'm sure that helps. Oh, you know what? You're right. It's kind of cool that we can document so much more. And I think it's opening up a lot more minds out there, which is neat, but then scary as well. Because I think a lot of these folks are going all willy-nilly into graveyards and conjuring up things. I know I get the emails. I'm sure you two do as well. Well, yeah. Well, Well, the other thing is, too, that – I'm sorry, Ben. Go ahead. I was going to say, right around uh, when COVID started – uh, there was all those sightings of Mothman in Chicago. And um, I, I, I sort of had this this theory that's completely un, un, unable to be proven, but that, you know, people are sitting around their houses more. They're probably like, oh, that's kind of weird. And so they're reporting more and more stuff or they're just sitting there looking around, going for walks, looking yeah. around outside, and they're just seeing more things. I lived in Chicago when they started uh, a 
about three, four years ago um, when they were just starting to creep up. And I was looking, man, I was looking, I'm like, darn it. I can't find these things. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know, maybe one day you'll be face to face with the man of moth himself. Oh boy. Yeah. I hope not, but uh, it's nothing, uh, nothing I'd want to see personally, but (laughs) I mean, not, not one-on-one, not one-on-one, you know, distance. Okay. You know, but not, uh, Hey buddy, how you doing? No. <laughs> We've actually uh, talked to people who have had very positive Mothman experiences, uh, generally in the Hog Valley when they were kids. Uh, one one person was telling us that, uh, you know, whereas everybody else was terrified by the red eyes and all that sort of thing, uh, he the next day began to uh, be able to do math. He became uh, a rather decent musician and, and an artist. So, and he credits Mothman with that for sort of, a, in some way, awakening something in him that was very creative, and he ended up with a full boat scholarship to Harvard. So That's I mean, interesting. Uh, nobody, nobody's all bad, right? Not even most. Oh, I don't know. But, it, it, you know, but I hear this type of thing when it comes to uh, uh, alien encounters, too. Like, oh, they taught me their language, and all of a sudden I could do this, and I can heal people. How do you guys interpret that type of thing? Well, we we are cautious about how we interpret it. Um, we don't we don't take anything at face value. That was my trouble in the seminary. I I questioned everything, and uh, you know I I would like to see the fruits of it before making a judgment. When it comes to aliens, um, the the four entities I encountered in that Bridgeport house in 1970 were, were were supposed to have been demons. That was our the Warrens. That was their interpretation. The priesthoods were with us. That was his, and it was mine. And, uh, but they, they were, they were alien, utterly alien in every sense of the word. I don't mean they're from another planet. What, what, what does that even mean if, if this multiverse stuff is correct? And, uh, so I know that these are, these are labels we put on things that, that may have, uh, completely undersell the, the actual reality behind the phenomenon we're experiencing or trying to define. So I don't know, Ben, maybe you have something to say about it. Um, well, excuse me. I don't know. Um, I've never really run in, into anybody that's, that's had that, that experience where all of a sudden, you know, they can read minds or, or heal people and stuff. Um, I, I, I don't think I could even begin to make a judgment against it because I don't know what they experience. Um, what I do know, at least what I vaguely know, uh, maybe an inclination is um, things aren't always as they appear. It's uh, it's you know you, you kind of gotta kind of gotta watch things and see see where they go. It's like um, I made this ob- observation uh, a couple weeks ago and several times before on our show where you know uh, you have you know psychic mediums that are you know they do all these really great things but their personal lives are an absolute mess and. Um, you know, you, you wonder why. And, and a part of me thinks, um, that there's always, there's always a little bit more to the story. So I, I think that, you know, I can't venture to guess or say someone's a fraud or anything like that because it's not really my, not really my place. And I don't really know because all we really know is what we experience. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I usually say, you know, it's hard for me to judge uh, what somebody believes to be true for themselves. I, I'm biased because I have a perspective of a Christian, and I'll just say that outright, you know, and say, I believe it might be this or it might be that. So, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah, uh, everything is so subjective, but fascinating to pull it all in. I'm curious what you both uh, think about this whole UFO disclosure that's about to go down. <laughs> oh, I don't trust it one bit. I Thank don't. you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm the same way. Like, suddenly they're generous, and they're just going to, out of the kindness of their hearts, tell us what's going on. Well, I mean, the world's going up in flames, right? You know, you have, <laughs> you know, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict flaring back yeah. up again, the whole Syria thing, you know, uh, pre-economic collapse we're looking at. And, and it's like, oh, by the way, aliens. So, oh, let's, <laughs> like, I, my, uh, my, my lovely wife, I love her dearly, but she has TikTok, and she'll watch, she'll flip through a couple, a couple of things on there, and something popped up that was like, get ready for disclosure, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I and, just joined TikTok not too long ago, so I, I feel like I've been missing a lot. Oh, just here. wait. Just wait till you get to <laughs> UFO talk. It's going to oh. be great. Oh, um, So... Uh, but uh, Mary, Mary and my, my lovely wife was like, oh, what's that mean? And so I was like, all right, all right, sweetie, here's here's the lowdown. And I gave her a very quick synopsis. And I was like, all right, so it's probably not true. <laughs> it's probably half truths mixed with like quarter truths mixed with here, look over here. Look at this. <laughs> And let's not pay attention to that. I, I, I've heard theories that I can't, I don't know if they're true. I, that there might, they might be, I've, I've heard the theories before and I'm sure you, you both have Yeah. that there's, um, you know, a fake UFO invasion that's planned, like a huge right. false flag operation. Yes. yes. And at the end of the day, I think it's more like, uh, it's just kind of a trick to get people to look away from something else. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're, on a lot of, we're, we're on a lot of panels at UFO conferences, and this always comes up. And we'll have, uh, you know, this, you know, uh, luminaries of the field saying, oh, I think this is the year for disclosure. And they'll get to us and we'll say, all right, show of hands. Who, who here believes what the government says? Mm-hmm. Everybody groans, you know, in the <laughs> audience. And uh, now I'm not saying that, that the video that's been released is, is, is not true or anything. Uh, but I think that, that there's nothing being released that I've heard, uh, words or videos, th- that anybody in this field has not known for 50 years. Thank you. There's and that grainy, the grainy video? Come on now. Flip the, the, the camera so we can see the nice shiny ride they've got in their garage. Why are they showing these little TikTok things? I, I mean, come on. Yeah, right. TikTok I'd like right. to know how the, uh, <laughs> the, the company, the Italian company that makes TikTok, how much they're, they're paying them to use the term. Seriously. Well, I That's think it's joke. interesting. It's um, you know, you, you kind of see see what they're what they're doing with it, and you can kind of see how um, you know they're they're saying all these all these things, and and it's nice to be told you're right. You knew it. You knew it all along. A plus, guys. You ufologists out there, you knew it. And I think that's probably the whole appeal of um, disclosure is, you know, you're saying all these things for years, true believer stuff. And finally, like the main opponent that you've been, you know, against forever, the United States government says, you're right. Good job. You win. Yeah. Here's a, here's a trophy. Here's a cookie. Go home. <laughs> and your, your job is done. It's <laughs> like, right. Right. And, and I, you know, maybe that's, that's not the whole truth. 
but there's something in it where we all kind of feel a little bit of satisfaction when we've been saying something for a really long time and we can say, told you so. I swear to you, I was going to bring that up. It's like, doesn't it feel kind of good? Like, you're not the weird one now. You're the knowledgeable one that everybody's <laughs> going to need in, in this time to really understand what's going on. I'm, I'm digging that part, but not digging that it's the government that's saying we're so generous right about now to help you guys with this. But, you know, we're already coming to the end of this and I want people to uh, you know get a chance to hear about your latest books and your website again if you could sure uh, behind the paranormal.com and uh, all the books are on there uh, most of the shows for the past uh, 13 years are coming up on our 13th anniversary show in two weeks and uh, that's the place to start and uh, Facebook we're on Facebook and uh, people can uh, you know find out a lot of interesting stuff I think Wonderful. Well, you know, Paul and Ben Eno, I really can't thank you both enough uh, for coming on. I've known you for years now, and uh, gosh, it's it's always a, a great joy. I always learn so much from you both. Well, thank you, Heidi. Very nice. Uh, we appreciate the uh, kind work. I can live for six months on one good compliment. <laughs> Mark Twain, in, the, in the words of the great Mark Twain. There you go. Uh, there goes Ben and Paul Eno. Thank you both for coming. I got your name in front. There you go. <laughs> Those two are so much fun. You have been listening to another awesome episode. And remember, go to shadowfolks.com or HeidiHollis.com. Send over whatever it is that you're experiencing out there out of the ordinary and put as much detail in there as you'd like we will catch you next time you have been listening to dark becomes light with me heidi hollis on the iHeartRadio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network catch you next time stay safe everybody Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.